You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. Hey there, welcome to episode 14 of Life Repurposed. It's been kind of a chaotic morning here at my house with just little things and sometimes stuff just gets to me after a while. Um, So I have a lot of things on my to-do list and then the internet was down and so I couldn't get that to go. And then I have this neighbor dog that is howling and barking and I don't know, I'm just all um, disjointed is the word I think this morning as I'm recording this, but I wanted to sit down and record something because I had to skip an episode in between when life got to be just too much and I thought, okay, um, podcast production has to be the thing that goes this month. So I was sick um, for a week and then I was trying to play catch up and I just finally said, okay, we're just not going to do a podcast. So I'm back and I just want to talk about what's on my heart and what's on my mind. And I've been thinking a lot as I listen to other podcasts you know, what do I want to do in my own podcast? And what would my listeners appreciate? And one of the things I've noticed is that I appreciate podcasts that are short. And so it's one of the reasons I try to keep life repurposed as short as possible, because I'm buzzing around in my car and I have a few minutes to listen on the way to town. And um, I just want to have a quick tip or something for my day. But I've discovered that some of them go well over an hour, And a few of them, I feel like they kind of repeat themselves over and over. And I love the content, so I'm not going to stop listening. But I've realized as a podcast listener that my own listeners probably have some preferences too. So I'd love to have your feedback and your input on this podcast. I would be um, delighted if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is now also on Spotify, so you can listen on Spotify, iTunes, on SoundCloud. You can find this on YouTube. You can find it on Facebook and on Google Play. So you can listen or watch in all sorts of areas. So this episode, I want to talk about uh, Friend Not Fixer. That's the title, Friend Not Fixer. I'm going to be talking about a word that has been on my mind a lot. Last week, I was away for a whole week, uh, just writing all week. I checked myself into a suite and I wrote for five days. And this word came up as I was writing and I got thinking and I thought, I'm going to share this with my listeners right now. And then uh, later this year when my book comes out, that concept will also be in there in one of the chapters. But friend, not fixer. Have you ever noticed that when somebody starts to tell a story or tell a circumstance or something that happened, that the automatic response of the listeners often, you should. So we immediately start to think about the advice that we could give, what they should do to fix this situation. Now, I know that we have really good intentions when we do this because we want to be helpful. And sometimes the most helpful thing we can do is listen. I've caught myself often saying things like this when somebody shares the story with me. You should try. You should tell him. You should be happy that. So all of those are things that include the word should. And even though I'm trying to provide a genuine solution and I really have my friend's heart in my heart, I really don't if I'm not providing just a listening ear when they want that. Have you ever noticed that should is only two letters away from shoulder? 
This is what I was thinking about when I was writing last week. The word should, it just add ER on the end, and you have the word shoulder. And oftentimes when we include the word should in a statement to somebody, we're burdening them, we're piling something on their shoulders. It's often a guilt feeling of like, well, that's what I should do, but I can't do it, or I won't do it, or they're not listening to me. I'm already feeling the struggle, and now they're telling me what I should do. And so we're burdening people. We're piling on by using the word should. Now, there are times when it's fine. In fact, the tone of what I'm telling you right now is we should not say should so often. So I understand that I'm giving advice, and you can turn me off if you don't want that advice today. So I want to give you five tips, and I'm not going to say you should do these things, but these are five tips for what you might want to do when your first response is telling somebody what they should do. So here are the tips. Number one, instead of telling them what to do, ask them a question. So come back with the question. They start talking to you, and there's a pause, and they're waiting for you to say something. Instead of inserting advice, you could ask a question like, What solutions have you tried? What do you think your next step will be? How do you feel about this? Do you see a possible resolution? So you're encouraging them to talk more and give you more information, and maybe they will come to a conclusion and and even say, I know what I should do, without you even telling them. So first, ask a question. The second one is to clarify and reflect on what you think you heard them say. So you might repeat back what they said in different words. You might say something like, so what I hear you saying is you're frustrated because, and then you fill in what they just said. Or you might say something like, I think I understand what you're saying, and then you give a little summary. Now they might say, no, that's not what I was saying at all. And imagine if you had jumped in with advice right then, and um, that wasn't what you know, you, you didn't even understand what they were saying. So that tip is really helpful is to understand exactly what they're saying. Number three, stop the story in your head that makes you start to think of a one-up story. We do this, don't we? We say things like, you think that's bad, let me tell you about my situation. And even again, we don't intentionally do these things, but we hurt other people when we start to tell our story and then follow it up with, well, when I was in that situation, I did such and such, you should do that too. And so not only does our story become a one-up, but then we're also telling them what they should do. Uh, Number four, avoid the cousin to should. And that word is shouldn't. So sometimes when somebody is telling us something and they're having a valid emotion, our response is, you shouldn't feel that way. Or we say something kind of related to that. Or we tell them, you shouldn't have done that. And now we're piling on again, on their shoulders, more guilt and feeling like they did something wrong. And so the word shouldn't is really right up there with the word should. Number five, ask for permission before sharing advice. This is really important because it's important to ask a friend, would you like my input with, the, with some advice? Or would you like me to just listen? I will do either one. And then if that gives them the option. Now, if you just say, would you like some advice from me? A lot of people are gonna try to be nice and they're gonna say, ah, sure. 
No, be real about it and give them an option. So just saying, would you like advice or would you like me to just listen? And that way they can say, I think I'd just like you to listen right now. But if they're looking for advice, then this is your opportunity to say, well, one, some of your options are, and again, trying to avoid the word should. Sometimes we like to fix other people. And we want to provide perfect, happy solutions for their life because we want perfect, happy friends. And one of my goals with Life Repurpose is to realize that life is not perfect and there are situations that we can't always fix and make perfect. And so a lot of times we just need the love and support of our friends. As, as we practice listening, um, one of the things I've caught myself doing a lot this week in situations is saying things that are offering advice and it's not always using the word should but they, it sounds like it so it's almost like a, um like if i used a thesaurus i can't say the word and i found other words or other phrases that meant the same thing they sound a lot like should here's one um here's what i would do yeah that's saying you should do this or why haven't you and then i give them a phrase. Now, asking why haven't you done this is like saying you should have done that. You made a mistake. You didn't do that. Or offering advice without saying you should do this, but we say just tell them and then we, t we fill in the blank. So instead of telling a friend what they should do, let's be a good friend. Um, instead of saying you should pray about this, stop right there and say, would you like me to pray with you about this? We're offering a solution without piling on guilt of what they should do. So as we think about those practical tips, I hope that it will help you in some of your own life situations when your friend is looking for advice or looking for a listening ear. As we think about life repurposed, one of the things I love to do is repurposing. And for a lot of years I blogged, I've gone back in the archives and I'm starting to share some of them on my Facebook page, which is trashtotreasuredecorating.com. I have that page in addition to the Michelle Rayburn Facebook page that some of you follow. Um, on Trash to Treasure Decorating, um, I found some blog posts from like 10, 12 years ago, and I used to do this, what would you do with it Wednesday? And I would put up a picture of something like a vintage item and I would ask people, uh, what would you do with this? And my readers would comment and now it's on the Facebook page where I've done this. So um, they would sometimes comment with an idea. They would say what they would do with the item or they might even show a picture of how they repurposed that item themselves. So recently it was an old metal bike tire, um, like the frame, the, the tire, <laughs> not I don't know how to describe it anyway. I'm really into bikes because if you've uh, seen my book, you know there's a bike on the cover of the book. And so um, I had this old bike tire and I begged my husband to actually take it off the bike it was on because sometimes I need his help with tools and figuring things out. So anyway, he got it off of there and I put some flowers on it and made it into a wreath to hang over my bed. And I will share pictures of that. They'll, they actually are on the Trash to Treasure Decorating Facebook page. And I will also share um, pictures on the show notes for this episode. But I had some really cool things that my readers shared, like what they would do with uh, an old bike tire. And when you think about it, that's the kind of advice that, you know, it, it's fine. I love to get the ideas. I was asking for 
that advice. So if somebody said you should do this with it or you should do that with it, I don't take that personally because it was a decorating thing. But in life, sometimes we ask for ideas and we want some, but they don't all come in the form that we want. And so we might ask our friends, what would you do? And then someone might say, you should. And so I wanna give you five tips here for how to respond if somebody tells you what you should do and it wasn't really either the most welcome advice or wasn't what you were looking for. So let's look at five different things to do. One, assume the best. Assume your friend had your best interest at heart and even though he or she told you something you should do and maybe that wasn't welcome, don't assume that they were um, intentionally trying to hurt you or make life difficult for you. Number two, know the heart of the person offering the advice. If it's a close friend, it might be worth considering. This might be something you should do. If it's somebody who doesn't have a clear connection to you, um, you know that their heart is just tossing around advice and maybe, maybe you're not going to take it to heart. But sometimes the thing that we don't want to do, if a friend suggests it, maybe it is something we should consider. Number three, Gently remind them that you weren't looking for advice. If you are in the middle of a conversation and somebody tells you what you should do when you are really looking for a listening ear, you can gently say, I know you're trying to be helpful, but right now what I really want is for you to just listen and empathize. And sometimes, especially if that person's your close friend, they're gonna take it well. If they don't take it well, I don't think you're friends at all. <laughs> so um, consider again the source of who you're talking to. Number four, the tip is to thank them graciously and move on. You know, there are times where somebody says something to us and it's like, you know, I don't really need this advice. I, this is a casual relationship. It's not worth going into any detail. Um, just say, oh, thanks for the input and move on. Sometimes that's just the best way to go. And then the last one, number five, is ask them clarifying questions. So just like we do that when somebody's telling us a story and we want to make sure we have it right, if somebody offers us a piece of advice, it's really important for us to stop and say, so are you saying you think I need to? And then we, you know, they can fill in the blank and they can clarify so we know exactly what they're telling us to do. Most of the time we're better at telling other people what they should do than telling our own selves or being self-aware. So when you're in a conversation with somebody else, my encouragement is to stop and think. Am I trying to think of a one-up? Am I trying to think of advice? Am I, am I coming up with a solution when I just need to be listening? So listen this week for how many times you say the word should or one of the cousins. When you hear those coming from your lips, stop and think about how to be friends instead of fixers. For my resource this week, I want to tell you about a book that I wrote um, last year, so it's not been quite a year, but it's a Bible study, and for those watching on video, I'm going to hold up the cover of Remade, and for those of you who um, are listening, go ahead to the show notes at michellerayburn.com slash 14, and that's where you're going to find links to this resource and you can get more information on it. And what this is, is a 10-week Bible study. It's called Remade, a 10-week Bible study on the transforming power of Jesus. And this was something I wrote on assignment for Sammy's ministry, 
which is a women's Bible study ministry. And the way it is, uh, the way it works is that they set up chapters and then um, those chapters, they're groups that meet at different churches and homes and stuff in the area. Um, they use the same material each semester. And so together as an organization, sort of like um, Mothers of Preschoolers or other organizations, this one is for women in general, not for moms, not for working moms, um, not, not just for moms, like I said. Um, so it is a women's Bible study. And the reason I'm bringing up this resource is that I think it's really good to grow strong relationships and learn how to uh, listen to other women. And I'm speaking mostly to women. Now, there are things like this out there for men, too. Um, I think most of my audience is women, so that's why I think this women's Bible study is a great resource. Um, it has a section where the leader speaks for a little bit to the whole group, and there are places for the leader. There's actually a leader's guide in the back of the book with the same content but some blanks. So the leader can prepare and um, the leader can then fill in some of their own story to personalize it. So it's not just a lecture of words that somebody else wrote, but they can include their own stories in there. And then what will happen is the groups divide into smaller discussion groups. So a Sammy's group could be done with 30 women, and then you break into um, four or five smaller groups to do the discussion questions. And then those go just a little bit deeper, and they help you to learn how to share with one another. And so it gives a chance for everybody to have some input. And it is a Bible study, so there are um, scriptures to look up and talk about and just say, you know, how do you see yourself in this scripture? And uh, how does this apply to my everyday life? Um, I want to tell you a little bit about some of the topics that are in here. They all, all of the top chapters have a topic that starts with RE. So the whole Bible study is remade, but then it talks about redeemed, restart, repurposed, renewed, redesigned, renamed, reborn, refreshed, repentance, restored. Um, and you do not have to be part of the Sammy's ministry officially to do the Bible study. It's available on Amazon, so anybody can order it for their group and anybody can work through it. Um, what I would encourage you to do, though, is to think about being part of Sammy's because it is a bigger support by having other women's groups that are going through the same material. You're really connected. And the group started in Wisconsin in an area near me, but now there are groups in other states and there are groups in other towns. So it's a growing ministry. So I'm offering it to you as a resource because I think it would be an excellent way to get started in practicing how to have the self-awareness of being able to not always offer advice and to offer a listening ear to other, other women, other peers. So check out Remade. I'll have a link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today or for checking in on video. Um, like I said, I hope you stop by and leave some comments or leave a review of the podcast. The show notes are at michellerayburn.com slash 14. You'll find other episodes there as well. And you can con connect with me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'd love to hear from you and connect with you. So have a great day and I'll see you again soon. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com.